even if I do three or four pull-ups or, or chin-ups, I get the elbow pain that lasts for several days that prevents me from doing them more often than maybe once a week. Is there any workaround or? Well, I don't know. I can't answer that because I don't know what you mean by a pull-up. Okay. Overhand or underhand, either. This either is a pull-up. Right. This is a chin-up. Right. I do, do you do them dead hang yes. from absolute straight elbows to chest in contact with the bar? Not quite chest, no. Just chin over the bar. Well, then my first suggestion would be to reduce the number of, of attempt it because you're doing one or two decent chin-ups and then two shitty ones. Right. Right, and you're doing that how many sets? Three. Well, why don't you do like 10 singles with good form? Okay. And see what happens to that. Okay. And you get 10 singles with good form. The next time you, you do chin-ups, do a double and nine singles with good form. And then two doubles and eight singles with good form. And pretty soon you're doing 10 doubles with good form. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Try that. I don't, I don't know what else it could be nobody else usually gets trouble just with a few chin-ups you're talking about golfer's elbow right, right? are you talking about golfer's elbow point, again. point at it again because that's not it, the right place it depends on if it's overhand or underhand one Where of is, them it's one way one way it's the other i never heard of that can you do lat pull downs i can't yeah does it hurt no just do those for now okay. give access to one not in my garage no well, try it my way. See what happens. I just you you didn't point at the right spot on your elbow. All right, here's one spot, and here's the other spot. All right, this is tennis elbow or lateral epicondylitis. This is golfer's elbow or medial epicondylitis. This is flexor tendon. Uh, inflammation, this is extensor tendon inflammation. And they're in one of those two places. But you kind of pointed somewhere in the middle that leads me to believe it might be your squat that's doing it. So, yeah, that was a shitty question. You're right. You probably shouldn't, probably shouldn't have asked that. Mike? <laughs> I hope I do better. I was curious uh, in the class, we never learn how to fail with a squat. No, you don't. We never learn how don't. to dump the bar. No, you don't. Okay. And why no, you don't, because you're supposed to be smarter than that. Uh -huh. Okay, you're not supposed to fail with the squat. Right. You're supposed to make better plans. You're not supposed to be handling weights that you fail with. You're supposed to be training. Yep. Right. You're not supposed to be trying something to see if you can do it, okay. and you think, oh shit, I, I can't do it, so you bail out from underneath it. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna teach you that. That's what spotters at meets are for. That's what spotters at meets are for. It's not what training is for. A. B. If you give yourself permission to bail out from under a squat anytime it gets hard, guess what you're going to do? Yeah, bail more often. You're going to bail out from under a squat anytime it gets hard. No, don't do that. Okay. We do not do that. Absolutely, we don't do that. Right. You shouldn't be missing a squat. If you miss a squat, something's wrong. You didn't read the first three questions article. Okay. 
All right. Mm -hmm. That's that's what happens. Yeah. Don't don't learn to bail out from under a squat. Okay. I kind of thought that was the answer. Yeah, that's the answer. Okay. So I have a schedule change coming up. I work in the hospital. I have to work 14-hour shifts. I'm going to be working a lot of nights starting in July. Right. So I have this kind of shifting schedule. It's very erratic, lots of night shifts. And I feel like I'm constantly going to be shooting at a moving target programming-wise on what days I have available to train and what I can train. And I just want to know if you guys had any experience with people working these kind of overnight schedules. Sure. And what, are there any specific things that I should consider when, like, times to train? Um, is it better in the morning when I get off or to sleep some and then get up, work out before going back to work, things like that? Well, you just <laughs> learn how to hit the moving target, right? I mean, there's not, uh, there's not, I mean, most productive people don't have the uh, option of a perfect training schedule, mm. you know. We deal with this all the time. You just, you, you just have to uh, do the best you can do. You know, I mean, firefighters typically the, those guys are on a on a 24 on, 48 off situation. You know, doctors, doctors on call. You know, everybody's got <laughs> schedule problems. You just do the best you can do. Uh, may have to it may require some adjustments in your eating situation. You know, you don't want to try. To, you don't want to train tired if you can help it, but sometimes you have to. Mm -hmm. You know, you just do the best you can do. But uh, did you have any specific question about it? What? No, nothing specific. I just didn't know if, in your experience, you saw some things that were specifically should stay away from. For example, the training time is a big one. Some people in the individual. Is it? Yeah. So okay. I'm not going to train first thing in the morning because I'm just not going to fucking do it. Right. I don't want to train that bit. Uh, you know, I'd much rather train at midnight than 6 a.m. Yeah, I don't have any experience but, with it yet. I just wonder if there's anything. Lots of people train at to, 6 a.m. Yeah. Um, so I've noticed a correlation between how I perform in the gym and my menstrual cycle. Yeah. Um, for, you get out every, every time. Oh, do you really? It's becoming our, our <laughs> no, it's, it's, yeah, okay. it's common. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay. So, for example, like seven days before I'm supposed to start my menstrual cycle, I felt strong. And right. I hit my lifts and I... That's kind of typical. Right. I don't know. Okay. So Jordan, Jordan's actually looked into this before. Based on the evidence that he found, it suggested that there wasn't a lot of correlation between cycles and periods. That it was really? perhaps Super more, tentorial? Of, more of a, either like a placebo or like a self-confirming... Right. kind of thing where like you know it's coming and then you like you get your lifts in before it hits and then when it hits you're like oh everything's going to shit and you start performing badly i don't know the true answer i don't know the data on it i haven't read it myself to give you a very informed opinion on it okay unfortunately yeah that was my question if you had any females that you trained or that oh we all train yeah took women, advantage you know, of it i mean and it, it's in programming i would or? say that it's you know that's going to be one of these deals that you have to sort out for yourself right. just like him if you actually like if you have extremely heavy periods you know like critical blood loss kind of thing. <laughs> you know you're you're gonna have to no, uh, you're gonna have to do something about that you know why are you so pale no i mean i 
my thing is I've noticed that, like I said, seven days before I feel like real strong, hit my lifts, and then when I do start, like sometimes I can't even break a deadlift off the floor. Like I can't contract as strong or I feel like really flexible at, like in my squat. I think. If it's, if it's very convincing to you, then you'll just need to program according to that okay. cycle. All right. Just the way it's going to be. Okay. Yeah. So you're, right. you're essentially going to be doing a, you'll be doing your novice stuff three weeks and then take a light week. Yeah. Exactly. Right. That's fine. That's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. I have you all my women track. And then really? We just so do it according. They're all different. Yeah. Okay. And you just get to know how you are. <laughs> like, okay. And train right. and then kind of program. Do you see a, a correlation between performance and either pre or post? What's your... I have them on younger lifters. They seem to be stronger a little bit before. And then... Really? During, can't do anything for a couple of days. Like you said, they couldn't even peel it off the floor, can't pick up the bar. Right. Yeah. And then they come back just as strong, like nothing ever happened. Right. So we just, I just. Yeah, it's like a three weeks on, one week light, maybe. Mm -hmm. Have to do it like that. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, okay, so we were kind of talking about a little bit in programming that your ability to get genetic, to your genetic potential decreases with age. Does the actual genetic potential? decrease or just the ability to reach it? Your genes are your genes. So that genetic so potential doesn't change. It's just it's every little bitty cell's got the same yeah. DNA, you know. Uh, but your ability to utilize that genetic endowment to make the right proteins at the right time changes with age. So yeah, it'd be real neat if we were all 19. <laughs> right. Right. But no, we're not. Um, so I'm 45. I did the novice program for about two months, and I just felt pretty useless and just walking around. So I read the first three questions. The first questions. three questions. Yeah. And so I guess my question regarding that is, are there definitive answers, you know, as far as um, so rest times? Um, seven minutes between sets sometimes for me. Um, eating, I'm gaining about a pound a week. Are, are these things that are just, well then you need to eat more or you need to rest even longer? Or is it, um, you know, is there a yes or no to these questions? Do you know what I mean? Well, it, it's, there's, you know, do you I rest mean, 12 minutes or do you just you keep rest doing as long as you things? need to rest between sets? And then if you're not hitting the rep, then that's the answer that there's something else. The, the first on. thing you do is lengthen the time between sets. Mm -hmm. And if you need to lengthen the time between sets from seven minutes to nine minutes, uh, I never timed it. I just know when I'm ready to go. Okay. Right? Uh, I think trying to be too quantitative sometimes is kind of a, kind of a problem. I mean, there's no universal rule that says X number of minutes okay. is the rest. I think you should develop the ability to know when you're ready to get under the bar again. Okay. Right? If you're going too fast, it'll become rather apparent real quick. You miss the fifth rep. Right? By the same token, you don't want to get cold. But as a rule, as a general rule, you ought to stray on the side of more rest rather than less rest. 
More rest is going to be less of a problem for your workout than too little rest. Okay. So, so I, I address those things. I, I've increased it, um, and it's like all throughout the week. I'm just feeling shy. So, 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 You're 45? Yes. You had your testosterone checked? No. The fourth question. <laughs> in fact, in fact, that's the fourth question. Okay, that's the fourth question. Yes. You basically, you try you try to deal with. So we've kind of got the stress set for the linear progression. The stress is set. You think about the stress recovery adaptation. So the very first thing you do is you have to make sure it is recovery adequate, right? Is rest period enough? Sleep enough? Am I eating enough? If you honestly look at those things and say, I've done everything I can to make sure I've maximized recovery and I'm still not recovering, then the stress is too high and you've got to back off on the stress. Now, I can't squat three times a week now. I'm 45 years old or I have to squat one lighter day. But, but you increase the recovery first before you decrease the stress. Okay. Right. We kind of know what stress works yeah. for most people. So we're going to kind of stick with our guns on that and assume that something else is wrong. And what's wrong usually is you're going too quick between sets. You're not eating enough. You took a five-pound jump when you needed to take a two-pound jump, right? Get your test checked. Okay. 